welcome to Survival Mode Podcast. I'm Chloe. And I'm Iris. And our podcast is all about surviving and how we would survive different situations. Yeah, it could be a hypothetical situation. It could be just how we get by day to day in everyday life. What are your plans for the weekend? Probably surviving this dump of snow that we're currently getting. Luckily, I don't have to do any shoveling where I live. Yeah, just changing my mind from summer to winter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah, mostly just doing homework and staying inside. Probably making some soup, actually. Oh, soup is my favorite. It's like perfect soup season. <laughs> What's your favorite type of soup? I would have to say cheddar and broccoli. Oh, yum. That'd be my favorite. Or chicken noodle, because that's just like a classic. Do you ever like make cheddar broccoli soup like from scratch? I did actually the like a couple weeks ago, just make made it in the pressure cooker and it was like really good. Yum. (laughs) Yes, I think I'm going to make some chicken soup tonight. I have like chicken bones in the freezer. That sounds gross. (laughs) But yes, I do. (laughs) And it makes really good soup. But that's like the way you have to make it. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe I should do that this weekend too. But with the whole lockdown thing, I don't really know if I want to go to the grocery store and face all the lineups. Yeah, that, like those bones have been sitting in my freezer for a long time. And I'm like, this is the time. Like I, now I don't, I can just like, I just need to use everything that's at home and uh, avoid leaving the house at all costs. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm deciding if I still want to go to the cabin or not, if I want to go isolate out there for the weekend. Oh, that sounds great. Where's your cabin? It's out in the White Shell. It's in White Lake. It's just a small little, like a little lake in the White Shell. Not a lot of people know about it, so it's pretty quiet. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. It's just nice out there because it's like a break from the city. And it's almost like COVID doesn't really exist out there because there's no one out there. (laughs) Yeah. Is it just like your cabin kind of alone or is it like a cabin community type thing? A little bit of both. So it's like there's two sides to like where the cabin is. Like there's like the campground area and that's like pretty like busy with like people and stuff usually in the summer but where mine is it's a little more secluded like there's only like 10 cabins on like my little road that we have so no one really like comes in front of ours which is nice so it's isolating yeah that's ideal like not too many people where it's overrun but a few people so that you would survive if something ever went wrong (laughs) oh yeah like I don't know how people like survive with West Hog or like Falcon Lake of the Woods like that area because it's like so busy all the time yeah it's it's like a tourist destination like my parents live in Lac du Bonny and during the year the town is super small but then in summer I think the population goes up by like 10,000 people (laughs) they're like nope that's insane (laughs) I would definitely try to hide as best as I could. Alrighty, so I have a couple of would you rather questions for you. Oh, okay. Um, so they're going to try to set the scene for what we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, so my first one is, would you rather have wet socks that you have to wear or wet mittens that you have to wear? Oh, Oh, probably wet mittens, but that's a hard one. <laughs> I There have been a few times where I've just like had such cold feet and they just can't get warm. So like I know the feeling of wet socks very well. It's just it's just the worst. Like you cannot 
enjoy anything. <laughs> no matter how, you could be like at Disney World having the best time. And if you had wet socks, it would be miserable. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I just feel like from like childhood playing out in the snow, like it's just a given that your mittens are going to get wet. Wet socks, it's just like, I don't know, freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so my next one. Would you rather live in a world where it's always winter or where it's always summer? Oh, summer. Although, okay, sometimes I do like winter, like the first little snowflakes that fall and there's a nice calm blanket of snow on the ground and you get that like fresh, crispy air and you think, oh, this is so peaceful and nice. And then about 20 minutes later, it kind of washes over you and you're like, oh no. Totally. I'm okay with winter for like the first two weeks. And then after that, I'm like, hey, this can be over now. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty common Winnipeg sentiment. But we still do it every year somehow. So go us. Yeah, I know. Why do we still live here is the real question. <laughs> I could I feel like I could live easily in summer all all year. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it depends if it's like super, super hot, and you don't have air conditioning, then it kind of sucks. The, like, 20s? Love it. <laughs> Plus 20? Yes, please. Going outside without, like, putting your stuff on and, like, yeah, the dream. I have family that lives in California and, like, they'll, like, come visit us in the middle of summer and they're like, this is so cold. This is, like, our winter. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's so nice. <laughs> so so it's summer all year for them, then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, no rain. When, like, <laughs> they, like, brought my cousins and it rained when they were here and they were, like, completely shocked with what it was my oldest one out of the two he's only 10 now he hadn't seen rain ever since he was born which is like so weird because of how much we get whoa that's so strange no wonder like the the population of canada lives in california because like everyone wants that weather oh totally Alrighty. next would you rather question would you rather go skiing or would you rather go tobogganing low like downhill skiing yeah yes downhill skiing I went last winter actually just at Frostfire. It's in like North Dakota for the first time since I was like a teenager. And it was so much fun. I forgot how like great it is. So I was really hoping to do that again this winter, but I don't think we'll be able to cross the border. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I have like one of my cousins, her friend works in skiing hills like in manitoba and like they don't know if they're gonna like open or not because they just think it's gonna attract too many people which is gonna be like a big bummer for a lot of people that do go like skiing and snowboarding what would you pick tobogganing or skiing um probably tobogganing because i suck at skiing i like for the longest time always thought that it was super similar to skating but like no not not anywhere near (laughs) (laughs) Worst experience skiing. If you were skating on a hill. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I could do, like, the, like, weaving down the hill part. Fine. But I I just, like, sucked at it so bad. Yeah. It took me many runs down the bunny hill this last time to be like, oh, yeah, that's how you do it. And a few falls. I'll be honest. (laughs) Yeah. I have not gone skiing since I had a fall. (laughs) (laughs) It's scary. Totally. Okay, so last one. Would you rather have a snowball fight or build a snow fort? Oh, snow fort. I really liked building snow forts as a kid. Yeah, snowball fights. You risk getting uh, wet mittens and wet socks. I mean, I guess you risk that by building a fort too, but at least you have something to show for it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Snowball fights, I just like never have enjoyed them. Like they kind of hurt. 
Yeah, it scares me. I just don't want to get snow in my jacket. <laughs> yeah, like when I was younger, though, like building snow forts, my best friend and I, like we lived on the same street. So every single time like they would come and plow all, it would be like a huge snow pile on to like my yard. So we'd always build huge forts just like in my front yard. Oh, nice. Yeah, once my dad told those people plowing the street to like dump their snow on our front yard when I was a kid and... Yeah, that was probably one of the best days of my childhood. <laughs> Seeing like all this snow to play on, like, yes. <laughs> Sometimes I miss those days. Yeah. Now we're adults. <laughs> now we're like, ooh, wet socks. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so winter is coming. What what do you kind of like feel when it starts getting colder? Do you feel like anxious? Do you feel happy? Maybe you really love winter? Do you feel like the world is ending? What What's going on in your head? Well, part of me is kind of excited mm-hmm. because it's just like closer to Christmas and I love Christmas. But then another part of me, I'm just like, oh, this is terrible. I feel like it's like not as bad this year than like past years because like not busing to school. That's not bad. I have like heated my car. So I don't know. I feel like I'm like impartial this year. What about you? Yeah, I feel cautiously optimistic, as they say, (laughs) about winter this year. Like, I think I could really enjoy it. I mean, yeah, we'll see how if I continue saying that when it's minus 30. But I yeah, I feel good about it. I'm determined to like, do some winter activities this year where usually I just like, oh, no, let's just like lying down in bed and watch Netflix or something but I'm like I'm, I'm gonna make it a good year I think I, I think it'll be a good year yeah it's like weird with everything being locked down though because it's like so many things like you could do before that you can't really do now one of my previous winter activities that I would do like kind of often is just walk in the mall I'm a young mall walker I suppose <laughs> like just walk around the mall and you can't do that because it's closed but that was like a really nice way to kind of just be warm for a while and do something indoors. Oh, yeah, I totally feel that. I joked around like when everything shut down in March, once the malls like reopened, I still didn't like have my job. I didn't get recalled back. Mm-hmm. And I joked around all the time that I was just going to like go to be a mall walker and like make friends with all the seniors. OK, it's like the best. <laughs> I, wa- I want to be a mall walker. <laughs> I think it's so cool. <laughs> Okay, which mall is your favorite? (laughs) Well, I live right beside St. Patel Mall. Okay. But like over the years, that one's just trying to, or kind of going downhill a little bit. Like there's not really much in there. But I do really like Polo Park, but it's pretty far like out of the way for me. What about you? Polo is definitely my favorite. When I first moved to Winnipeg, I like moved right beside Polo Park and I would just go there and it has lots of uh, memories. Well, I don't know about specific memories, but it just gives me a nice calming feeling to walk that mall. (laughs) welcome home yeah pretty much (laughs) the mall is probably my favorite place to be i'm like a huge spender i like to spend all my money which is not the greatest because clearly not financially stable (laughs) (laughs) so the mall love it online shopping love it (laughs) bonuses you don't have to go outside so oh yeah totally i was surprised though like because like everything locked down today but i went to my mom had to get a new winter jacket so we like went to the outlet mall because we're like, oh, like, probably, like, no one's going to be there. Like, it'll be nice and quiet. 
there was like hundreds of people oh. that we like walked in and we're like yeah nope we're gonna leave terrifying <laughs> we like walked in and we're like okay maybe it's not that bad and then like we saw the lineups and we we're like no and we like walked past like the lululemon to like leave and they're like yeah it's a two-hour wait and i was like what yikes if i get annoyed at like a 10 minute wait i can't imagine two hours <laughs> oh yeah uh so your mom is getting ready for winter by like getting a new jacket how do you like get ready how do you prepare physically and mentally for surviving the next few months usually like every winter i like to like buy like a new like hat and like mittens it like gets me in the winter spirit yeah i struggle with it mentally because i'm the type of person that like if it's dark outside i'll just like go to bed i just automatically assume like it's bedtime but with winter it gets dark at like 4 30 so i usually try to like have as much caffeine as i can so i don't go to bed at 4 <laughs> 30 <laughs> because all the time every winter i'm like okay like stay up till at least eight o'clock eight o'clock hits i'm like hey bedtime like (laughs) it's been dark long enough (laughs) what do you do to prepare physically and mentally let's see i guess i like get out my winter stuff just make sure i have everything that i need to be as warm as humanly possible (laughs) and then also actually something that i started doing a couple years ago is taking vitamin d Yeah, like just take a pill of vitamin D. Like I remember the first year I started taking vitamin D in the winter compared to the previous year, it was like night and day. It just makes you feel so much better. I just feel like less kind of winter bluesy because we don't get enough vitamin D from the sun realistically in Winnipeg all year round, but more noticeably in the winter. Yeah, so I recommend that everyone. I didn't know that that like helped that much. Oh yeah, so much. Yeah, I highly recommend it. At least it worked for me a couple years ago, and now I'm now I'm preaching preaching the vitamin D. <laughs> the vitamins. I yeah. should definitely go out and buy some. I'll just like add it into like my vitamin regimen yeah, every day. It's perfect. <laughs> so, Iris, do you have any winter traditions that you like to do that you look forward to? Uh, I'd say that probably most of the winter traditions are usually associated with Christmas, but they kind of go hand in hand, I guess. So every year for the past couple years, me and two of my other friends have had a pierogi making day. So we just get together. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah, it's really fun. And I had never made pierogies until then. We just get together, boil a bunch of potatoes. It takes a long time, but then we have a bunch of delicious pierogies. And we have a couple of drinks at the same time and listen to some Christmas music. And it's just really nice. Oh, that sounds so fun. And then other than that, usually just a Christmas party with some friends. But yeah, other than the pierogi night, I don't really have any like winter traditions. I, sh- I feel like I should make more of those. Mine's kind of similar, I guess. Like every year it is kind of Christmas related. I used to like make and sell cookies. I've stopped doing that just because I don't have time. But, like, my family absolutely loved them. So I'll take, like, a day, like, because, like, from a university, there was, like, always exam break. So I'd take, like, a day during exam break and just, like, bake cookies. And then on Christmas, like, my family each gets, like, their own tin just because they're all, like, obsessed with them. <laughs> this year, it's probably not going to be as many, but it's fine. I'll, I might just go deliver it to their houses. I also, like, love going skating at the Forks. It's just fun. But I didn't get to go last year. The, like, river wasn't open. That's like my like main things. Also, it's like not anymore, but like when I used to live in my old house, we used to have like a fireplace in the winter, loved coming inside, making hot chocolate, 
sitting in front of the fireplace and just like unwinding. <laughs> um, do you have any like fun stories or like um, funny, awkward winter stories you want to share? I went winter camping once last year. That was an experience. <laughs> I really wanted to try it. It was like not super cold. So it was like minus 14 ish, I think. And yeah, I mean, it's still pretty cold, <laughs> but it went really well. The only bad thing was like waking up in the morning and having to pack everything and you're so cold. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Were you in like a tent or? Yeah, like just a tent. And then my dad has this winter sleeping bag that he lent me. He used to work up north. So he has like this heavy duty sleeping bag. So that was pretty warm, actually too warm in the middle of the night. But but yeah, packing it up the next day was the least fun part but overall it was enjoyable that's crazy I don't think I could ever camp in the winter only because I'm like cold all the time and like in the winter I get like obviously even more cold I don't know I just wouldn't be able to sleep I don't think also I'd be like oh I guess bears hibernate so wouldn't have to worry about bears okay that was a legit concern though (laughs) (laughs) I was worried I was like oh look what if a bear but it's so rare but we're just like I don't know program to think that bears are always like vicious creatures coming to attack us oh yeah (laughs) there's like a bear out at my cabin that like lives near it and there's like a wolf that was abandoned by its pack whoa so it's a little crazy and you'll hear it like howling and then like all the dogs that are like near my cabin they'll like lose their minds my dog will lose her mind and i'm like okay we're gonna go outside together (laughs) yeah if you're going down i'm going down with you like (laughs) That wolf survived on its own very well. Well, I mean, considering. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like scary. And like, it's like, it looks like super, super skinny. Oh, you've seen it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've all seen it. The people like on like my little road. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, it's super skinny and like losing like parts of its fur, like almost like it's out of a movie, which is kind of creepy. But yeah, we're like, be careful, like when you're walking by yourself. And like my aunt and uncle, they have their cabin like on the same block as us. So like, we'll just walk to and from and like at night, my uncle's all the time is like, I don't like you and your mom walking by yourself. We're not going to drive. You're two cabins down from us. We'll be fine. When it was like really, really close to like our cabin, like my uncle would take a crowbar when he was taking their dog out for a walk. Wow. It's an unhinged wolf. (laughs) (laughs) And it's been there for like years. You've just like, here's our wolf buddy. Like, (laughs) I've only noticed it like since probably the spring. Oh, okay. My uncle has seen it before. Like, it's just kind of like progressing its way like through the each lakes. Interesting. It was like before in like Brereton, which is two lakes away from me. And then it like moved to Jessica, which is the one before me. And then now it's at White Lake. A little scary, but I'm surprised it's still alive considering that it's like by itself. Yeah, that's probably why it's so skinny and mangy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, literally eating squirrels. <laughs> Poor Wolfie. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a little bit off topic, but it's fine. It's- yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it's super interesting doesn't really have to do with winter it has to do with like outside i guess yeah (laughs) your friendly local wolf it's just part of the lake now (laughs) anyway (laughs) all right okay i have like a super embarrassing winter story okay it happened when i was younger it actually happened when i was skiing oh no is this why you don't like skiing (laughs) oh yeah totally i went skiing on like a school trip yeah i don't remember i think it's grade nine we like went to assisipi we were like going i like went down like the bunny hill like got through it was fine and then i was like going up to the just like the next level like i guess like the green hill or whatever 
and I like go out a few rounds are like fun I'm like having a blast with my friends we went with like two schools and like obviously me being me I'm like oh there's cute boys on this trip <laughs> gotta impress them with my skiing skills meanwhile I've never skied before in my life so I'm like going down the hill and there was one of them like gonna like go down after me and I was like oh I'm totally gonna impress him he's gonna love this no my ski got caught on the other ski and I rolled down the hill <laughs> like completely to the bottom and he like grabbed my skis on the way down and he like brought them back he's like I think these are yours and I was literally dead oh no I like ripped my ski pad I like my shoulder was killing me because I just rolled down the hill and of course like doing it trying to impress some boy like <laughs> just the most embarrassing thing ever how did you survive <laughs> yeah let's just say i sat inside the lodge for the rest of that trip yeah. and just decided not to go skiing yeah fair enough <laughs> and then had to go on like the bus ride back yeah <laughs> oh, terrible yeah that's a classic grade school impressive boy story that's amazing <laughs> oh, yeah and like obviously i did not impress him enough <laughs> so embarrassing <laughs> in high school as well i was stupid and would only wear slippers to school oh yeah logical fashion <laughs> really smart really smart anyway i was waiting for my bus to go to my dad's house and the way that the bus goes is really weird it like switches where it goes throughout the day so it was like right between like it was switching so i didn't know which bus stop i should go to so i like went to the one that was directly outside of my school and i was like hey like it'll be fine and i was waiting waiting no bus no bus I was like outside for like 40 minutes at the time and then I was like hey this is terrible so then I like went inside for a few minutes to warm up walked back outside finally the bus comes just drives right past me I'm like all right this is how today's going okay well I'll just walk to my dad's house it's only like an hour walk in slippers and it was like a huge <laughs> snowstorm and I ended up getting like frostbite on my feet because I only wore slippers <laughs> I like I'm, I'm not laughing at your frost, but I'm laughing because I know what it's like when you're a teenager. It's like, of course I'm gonna just go and wear slippers, duh. <laughs> yeah, and like, did I learn from that? No. Would I wear slippers again? Yes. Would I wear sandals to school? Yes. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. And like now I'm like, oh, I could never wear slippers outside again. Yeah. By the time I got home, my dad was home from work, and I was like, you could have picked me up. Like, <laughs> why didn't I call you? <laughs> that was like pretty bad at least i was wearing mittens that day yes were they wet uh, no they were actually quite dry which was kind of nice oh good excellent remember to wear mittens but didn't wear boots <laughs> yes as i got older i definitely am like i don't care what the fashion is i don't care what it looks like i look like a schlep <laughs> as long as i'm warm it's fine oh yeah one of my university professors last year she would like make fun of us like canadians all the time because like she was from russia and like just comes to teach and she's like you guys look hilarious she's like you guys try to be like fashionable but yet you like have your like parkas on and then all you see is just a fluff walking down the street like, <laughs> with these big poofy jackets like she would like come wearing just like a thin jacket i'm like hey is it like colder there like do you think this is warm <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's hardcore in russia but yeah definitely as i gotten older i was like if i wouldn't get made fun of by my friends i probably would wear ski pants to school oh yeah well i will not make fun of you if you choose to wear ski pants thank you so much i really appreciate that if if we ever get to go to actual school oh i know it's crazy covid is ruining all the fun <laughs> Speaking of COVID, winter is isolating. Yes. 
<laughs> so is COVID. <laughs> How do you deal with isolation? I feel like I kind of thrive in it, to be honest. I'm a huge introvert. So, like, they're like, stay home, don't see anyone. I'm like, perfect. Introvert's dream. I'm like, don't touch people. I'm like, perfect. I didn't want to touch anyone before anyway. <laughs> Which is, like, the complete opposite of, like, my family. Like, I live with my mom. And she is completely extroverted. A huge hugger has to hug everyone. And, like, every so often, just, like, I know you don't like it, but, like, I kind of miss, like, hugging people. Can I hug you? And I'm just like, oh, fine. <laughs> I guess they'll let you hug me. Fine. As long as you sanitize. <laughs> Wipe your hands. Lysol spray your body. <laughs> what about you? How are you feeling with it? Uh, I feel like I'm almost used to it now. Like, I live alone or like I have my own suite in a house. So it's like when when they announced the other day that you were not going to be able to hang out with anyone outside of your household at all, I was pretty freaked out. <laughs> I was like, oh dear, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that for a whole month, like just not seeing anyone. But luckily that's not happening anymore. Apparently though, that it was like always that way. Yeah. But, like, they just, like, made it seem like you could only be with your household. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very confusing. But when I found out that that's not the case, I was quite relieved. <laughs> it's going to sound, like, really bad. I've been, like, at work just, like, having a tough time. Just, like, just hate going to work. And I was supposed to work today. And my, like, boss sent us, like, the email when everything got shut down. And, like, my first thought was, yay, I don't need to work on Thursday. And then I was like, well, I don't have a job now. I have no money. Like, <laughs> I kind of wish it was, like, two weeks. Because, like, I wouldn't mind, like, a little two-week vacation. But a whole month is quite a big setback. Mm -hmm. um, are you working during all this? Like, just a little bit during school. And it's still open. It's, like, considered an essential service. So. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. My job is, like, pretty flexible. Like, if I'm working, like, the front desk that night, like, I can do schoolwork while I'm doing the front desk. Oh, that's sweet. Now I can, like, just put all my time into school, which is, like, kind of nice. Uh, what do you anticipate the hardest slash easiest parts of COVID in winter? Well, I think it's great that we have school to focus on, because uh, otherwise, I don't know. Well, I mean, there would be lots of things to do, but, but it's kind of good to like just get it done while the world is shut down I guess that's kind of nice the easiest part probably being occupied all the time <laughs> the hardest part is just like life is completely different <laughs> than it used to be like I haven't seen my friends in a long time maybe at Christmas we'll see yeah it's like so hard like I'll see my best friend sometimes but like it's only ever outside and we'll just like take our dogs for walks yeah which is like tough because like we used to like go out together like go out for drinks at restaurants oh I miss restaurants <laughs> yeah it's crazy like how much you miss them and like I never like really was one to like rely on restaurants but like I want to go <laughs> mm-hmm and like takeout, it's just not the same. I just sometimes I just want to sit there and like have the different yeah. atmosphere. It's nice. Totally. And like the food always seems like so much more fresh when you like take out. Not take out, when you dine in. Yeah. Mmm, styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like at every single time, like I live in like a condo and it's like really weird and Google Maps sucks with it. And anytime we get like anything delivered, they deliver it to the wrong condo. So it's like your food is delivered. I'm like, now I have to go, like, find which condo this food is at. <laughs> <laughs>
Which area do you live in? St. Patel. St. Patel, okay. Yeah, like River Park Cell by the uh, perimeter. I don't know why I was about to say border. That's definitely not the border. <laughs> it's the border of Winnipeg. <laughs> the border of Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, like I've been here for four years and like Google Maps and everything like has not updated for where our condo is. Have you ever seen the Google Maps car driving? I don't know how this is related to survival, but it the Google Maps car looks pretty cool. <laughs> I have last summer... I saw it on my way when I was like driving to my summer job and I like followed it the entire time and I was like I really want to find you can see my car <laughs> but it's like the weirdest thing it's like this futuristic thing on top of their car yeah it looks like a spaceship or like a spider a space spider I don't know <laughs> I don't know I feel like the hardest thing for me with COVID we don't know like how long this will be like they'll probably go into the new year yeah I think so how do you like survive and like maintain social some sense of like social life <laughs> yeah it's tough in my bubble it's like my mom and my boyfriend my boyfriend lives on his own and like he's in school so the only time he ever leaves his house is when i make him leave his house <laughs> so that's my fault <laughs> so like it like helps that i can at least like get out of my house and just go to his yeah but yeah like sometimes i'll like take my dog to the dog park and she loves going in the winter she loves being outside if she could she would be an outdoor dog but she is six pounds and i would never let that happen <laughs> <laughs> nope that would not go well <laughs> she could just sit outside for hours on end so i'm like all right let's go to the dog park where there's like a nice little secluded area for you because all these big dogs try to eat you <laughs> anytime we go there she just like loves it oh yes going to the dog i don't have dogs but going to the dog park i'll go with like my sister's dog sometimes oh it's just it's just the happiest place <laughs> I'm a huge dog lover, so, like, anytime I can go, I'm just in awe of, like, how many dogs are there. My dog is, like, super antisocial, though, so, like, anytime one comes up to her, she, like, cowards, like, behind me. This dog is nice. Like, it just wants to smell your butt. But, like, I feel like she's, like, really awkward with dogs because she's so small that, like, she can't reach to go smell their butts. So she's like, well, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, imagine if you were that size, like... You would just be surrounded by literal giants. Like, you'd be looking up at people. You'd be up to their ankles. You're like, whoa. Like, I feel bad for her. But, like, she's cute, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. So let's jump into our segment. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> the segment. The segment. <laughs> How would you survive? <laughs> blue, blue. Yeah. That was a, a an intro, a musical intro. <laughs> I think the intro was great. Yes. I'm going to ask you first, okay? Okay. Oh, wait. We should explain the segment, what it, what it is. Oh, right. Yes. All right. So in this segment, which we have said segment about 40 times, in this segment... We take a location, we use a random setting generator on the internet, and then we also pick two words from a random word generator, put them all together, and then we have to decide how we would theoretically survive in such a situation. In this world, there's no COVID. It's purely what words you're given. Perfect explaining. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I am. Have your ideas percolated in your head. Okay. 
the setting, you are in a cemetery. Okay. It could be day or night. It could be a full moon. Whatever you want it to be. Okay. And you have a rock and a ladder. Oh, this sounds pretty evil. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. What is... I'm... And I have to survive. It could be that, like, the bodies in the cemetery are coming out or, like, you're alone in a cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, isolated in a cemetery. Okay, it's zombie apocalypse in the cemetery and I have a rock and a ladder. I think I'm doomed. (laughs) But I guess I would try to find, like, you know how sometimes in the cemeteries, I forget what it's called, but it's, like, a grave that is kind of like a little house. I know what you're talking about. Cool. <laughs> I w- would use the ladder to climb up there so at least I can like have a good view of my surroundings and like see which zombies are coming towards me. And if they got close to me, I would bash them with a rock. Although I know that that's not effective according to many zombie experts. But I guess I would just have <laughs> to keep doing that until someone came to call me. Oh, no, got it. Okay, climb up the onto the little house thing, bring the ladder up with me, spin in a circle with the ladder in my hands, and it will act as a propeller and chop the zombies out of my way. I think that is genius. <laughs> and the rock, I don't really know what that's for, but it's a rock. <laughs> I can just leave it. Last resort. It's the last resort. <laughs> I can leave it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's how I would survive. How would you survive? (laughs) Okay, when I, like, got these words from, like, the generator, I immediately was, like, okay, like, thinking, like, it was going to be winter. It had to be winter. We're talking about winter. It had to be winter. And my initial thought... Oh, I totally forgot that part, so... (laughs) (laughs) My initial thought was that I was just going to take the tombstones and, like, build a little house. And then I could make it a two-story if I wanted to. I have a ladder. (laughs) So that could be my two story. And at least I would have like a little house. I don't know what the rock would be for. Maybe I could like, can you start a fire with a rock? (laughs) If you make sparks and light something else on fire, probably if you like hit the rock against a tombstone, it might make sparks that you could possibly make a fire with. Interesting. I feel like I'm not coordinated enough to do that. I feel like honestly, I would probably just die in my little (laughs) winter tombstone house. In my little tombstone house. <laughs> wow, nice knowing you. No, this is what I would do with the rock. I would carve into the tombstone. Here lies Chloe Gerard. R.I.P. Good, uh, good survival. All right. So, da da da. I have the next uh, setting. Yes, the setting that you have to survive in is desert. The two items that you have. Somehow also a little bit morbid. A coffin and a parade. Oh, God. <laughs> a coffin and a parade. I just feel like those two things shouldn't go together. I know. That's why That's why I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> this one will be good. The parade. Is it with, like, other people or is it just, a, like, a parade with just me? I'm going to say that there's just a parade of people walking by, like, marching band, ribbons whatever the whole thing okay i feel like somehow me being in the desert me being not the brightest i feel like i would somehow end up in the middle of this parade and there would just be like a bunch of people like trampling me so i feel like i would just like go into the coffin close the coffin probably cry a little bit in the coffin because all these people are trampling me um and that's how i would survive (laughs) 
in the desert. But that would also be really hot, so I probably would just die in the coffin. But at least that's one step ahead, I guess. <laughs> Smarty in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. A little morbid, but it's fine. What would you do? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I feel like if I was in the desert, I probably wouldn't want to be stuck there. So I might, like you, join the parade. And wherever they were going, hopefully it was somewhere a little more, you know, friendly than the desert. And the coffin? Oh, I would sit in the coffin and get the parade people to carry me in the coffin. Because then I wouldn't have to walk. Everyone just push me down. Push me down. (laughs) I don't know how survival that is, but... So, I feel like... Out of the two of us, you would survive the most because you're having the parade people take you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, would just, I would just like to be part of the parade. The only parades I can like ever think of are the ones in like Disney World, where they have the like flashy lights and everything. I don't think I've like ever seen a parade here. Like the Santa Claus parade? You don't go to that? That's too much winter survival. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like. I want to go to one, but I've just never gone. Ah, fair enough. Also, just standing out in the cold is, like, not super fun. Whenever I think of Santa Claus Parade, I think of when I used to work at the Forks, and, like, the Santa Santa Claus Parade would come and end at the Forks, and then it would just be busy, and I'd be like, no! (laughs) So I I think of Santa Claus Parade, and I'm like, oh, work's gonna be so awful. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do people, like, follow it? I guess so. Or, like, is it just, you just go to, like, different points of the little, like, areas? Like, I've never gone, so I wouldn't know. I don't know if they walk on the street. It ends at the Forks. Let's go to the Forks and hang out afterwards is the next logical step for apparently thousands and thousands (laughs) of people. (laughs) Well, I think it's canceled this year, so I mean, I guess they won't have to worry about thousands of people going to the Forks. (laughs) Yeah, I also don't work at the Forks anymore, so that's that's the ultimate way to get rid of that situation. (laughs) Oh yeah, probably. I feel like that's a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Would you have to pay for parking every time you worked there? Back when I worked there, there there was free parking still, but there was a time limit. So I would try to park there for free every day. And almost got towed a couple times, but managed to sneak out and like give the guy some money before he towed me. So <laughs> that was that was good. It's a risk you're willing to take. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And then I just stopped driving because I ended up living really close there. Oh, okay. So I just walked. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things about winter we talked about were not the best. So, like, what are some things that you like about winter? Oh, what do I like about winter? I like uh, the cozy feeling, like, and the the nice, nice, the quiet, if that makes sense. (laughs) I just like to go for a walk in the evening. Everything just feels so still and peaceful. Even if it's cold, it just feels right. Oh, yeah, I totally understand that. I I like the coziness in the winter and... Well, that's very specific. Coziness, winter. <laughs> I, I like the, the the happy feelings that come with like Christmas time and like getting together with friends. But like about winter itself, I, I like that it kind of makes us tougher, I think. And we just appreciate like what we've got so much more in my case. Anyway, that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> 
totally. I feel like the same page as you. Like, not so much walking out in the winter because of cold socks. <laughs> but I love driving at night in the winter. <gasps> yeah. Especially, like, when it's lightly snowing. Not, like, blizzard-type snow because then it's a little bit hectic and I get a little bit nervous when I drive. But, like, when it's nicely snowing and, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, fresh snow on the ground and there's no cars, it's just so peaceful. Yeah, I like that, too. Oh, with some nice music. Yeah. I know, you just feel, like, nice and packed into the car or, like, just hanging out. Yeah. Totally. I also, like, love my cabin in the winter. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, so different from the summer because, obviously, not a lot of people go out in the winter. So it's just, like, nice and quiet and, like, staying inside, like, a warm cabin, hanging out with, like, family. Do you heat it with, like, a... We have, like, a propane heater. Oh, okay. Nice. We don't have, like, a wood-burning one or anything, but it looks like it's out of the 50s. (laughs) That's what a cabin should be. I wish it was, like, a wood-burning one, but my mom and I both don't know how to chop wood, so we're we're not the best at that. (laughs) It's very exhausting. I chopped one log. (laughs) Look at me. I chopped one log (laughs) this summer, and it took me so long. The, The wood wasn't dry. It was, like, a wet log, so that's a problem right there. But I was sore the next day from chopping this log, so... I don't blame you. Chopping wood is a pain. It's a lot of work. I also love Hallmark movies. Those cheesy movies that you know every ending to. And they're all the same. (laughs) They fall in love. Yeah. Guess what? The ending is they fall in love. I watch every one of them. (laughs) Yeah. My mom and I like all the time will watch them and then we'll be like, Kate, let's predict this one. So they're going to fall in love. <laughs> We're like, this one is a New York executive. Um, the guy chops wood for a living. Uh, they're going to fall in love. Yes, obviously. And they will survive through whatever adversity comes yeah. their way. <laughs> and the, at the end, they'll still be in love. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of the like people that come to my work, he is just like in movies that come to Winnipeg. So like all the Hallmark movies pretty much. And he was like, he came right after he was in one. He's like, you'll have to watch it. I was like, don't worry, I probably will. I watch every single one of them. Like, <laughs> like when do the Christmas ones start now? Okay, perfect. I'm gonna watch them now. <laughs> Cringy, but love them. Yeah, exactly. I also just like love the classic ones too. Last weekend, I made my boyfriend watch Elf with me. Oh, you're like already deep into the Christmas movies. Oh yeah. And like yesterday, my mom was like, when do you want to put up like Christmas decorations? I was like, um, yesterday? Like I need some serotonin in my life, please. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything new you want to try this year? Oh, I want to try cross country skiing. I did it when I was a little kid, but I haven't done it since I was like 11 or 12. Apparently you can go somewhere and rent skis in Windsor park hopefully they will be open but yeah i would really like to try that again oh interesting and indoor thing i would like to do to try to like survive the long and brutal cold is (laughs) making these little decorations with like dried oranges and cinnamon sticks kind of dried fruits have you seen those they look kind of like glassy almost i have those would smell so good too i love crafty things Oh, I love crafts. Me too. I'm currently making um, a pom-pom wall. Wall? Yeah. You just make a bunch of pom-poms and then you stick them on your wall and then it's just like, it looks really cool. (laughs) Oh, wow. Nice. I saw it online. So I was like, hey, I'm going to try this. Pinterest? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pinterest is like my all-time favorite. So like, yeah, working on that right now. I need to like do some like other types of crafts. Any suggestions? Well, I mean, you just gave me one for like the dried fruits and stuff. Yes. Do you make the pom-poms out of yarn? 
I just have to ask. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, I've made those before. Yeah, they're just like out of yarn and then like I have like a pom-pom like maker pretty much. It's like a little like circle thing that flips open and then you like wrap the yarn around and then cut it and then like tie it together and then it makes a pom-pom. Cool. They're super fun to make. Just like watching a movie. You can watch a Hallmark movie and make pom-poms. Yes, exactly (laughs) what I'm going to be doing tonight. (laughs) Other crafts or indoor winter activities? I guess cooking and baking. I've been getting excited to have like a baking day, make a bunch of cookies. (laughs) Oh yeah, me too. I can't wait for that. It's so relaxing. I'm going to freeze them and then I will survive off of them (laughs) for a long time. Or, you know, not that long time because I will eat them pretty fast i'm pretty sure (laughs) i'm like the worst whenever i make cookies i have to like double up on the batches because i'll just eat half while i'm making them well any kind of baking but yeah (laughs) is there anything new you want to try this year i kind of like want to try like snowshoeing oh cool i don't have snowshoes i need to get some i don't know it just seems like walking in the snow would be so much easier while snowshoeing there's a lot of like fun trails and stuff out by my cabin which obviously they don't get plowed or anything so you can't really walk through them just with boots so i want to get a pair of snowshoes and then hopefully do that oh that's cool that's a good idea yeah or ice fishing too i mean i don't really like fishing to begin with but i feel like ice fishing would be like a different vibe yeah, if you have one of those cabin things, like those ice fishing shelters, yeah, then it would definitely be more fun. I did a lot of ice fishing, well, not a lot, but like as much as my dad would make me do when I was a kid. <laughs> and I was never like a huge fan, but mostly just because I always felt just so cold sitting there waiting for the fish. But if you have a little shack or shelter and it's warm in there, it's I think that's like way more fun. <laughs> Yeah, I just have a feeling if I do it, I'll just be having, like, drinks or whatever while doing it. (laughs) I'm like, hmm, should I say, if you are drunk while doing ice fishing, (laughs) it becomes more fun somehow. (laughs) Not sure how that works, but it works. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of things are like that. Like anything boring, you can you can make a little more fun with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> what have we been talking about for the past hour? If you want to survive winter, you should have some beer. <laughs> Number one survival coping mechanism: get some beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, okay, this is gonna be bad. Speaking of alcohol, just got red velvet Bailey's. I saw that at the store. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. I really want to try it really bad. Okay, when you're having pom-pom craft night, Hallmark movie night tonight, you should put some in hot chocolate and then let me know how it goes in the next episode. Oh, definitely. That's so smart. Cool. I look forward to it. I will let you know. And based on your recommendation, I may or may not purchase a bottle for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in for the next one. Any final tips on surviving? This is going to sound so lame and cheesy, but a positive attitude. <laughs> like, sometimes sometimes I just like look out the window and I'm like, oh my god, why? But <laughs> if you want to survive, you really have to just be like, well, we're, I'm just going to do this for one more day. Like, yeah. one more day of winter. The next day will be closer to summer. One day closer to summer. Totally. Or whatever it is that you're looking forward to. We've survived it. Last year, we can survive it this year. (laughs) Yeah, we can do it. I believe in us. And all of you listeners out there, too. (laughs) Alrighty.
Well, thanks for listening to Survival Mode. I hope you got some uh, tips or ideas on how to survive the coming months. Good luck to you. Good luck to me. Good luck to everyone. Now go have a hot chocolate with some red velvet Baileys and watch a Hallmark movie. If you're of legal drinking age, please drink responsibly. Right. Yes, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Good, good ad there. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I really tried. Well, I guess I'll... See you for the next episode then. Yes. All right. Until then. Take care.